Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hey there, welcome to today's episode, which is about magnetic fields. And I want to explore a little bit what I think is a powerful idea that is very practical, um, as well as maybe potentially woo-woo-ish. Now, it came about because of a conversation I was having with somebody a few days ago about Earth's magnetic field. Um, it was in the, It was in the context of hiking and compasses and using it for navigation and direction and just the fact that we can tap into this natural element of our planet to help us. Now the Earth's magnetic field uh, is generated by electric currents that come about from the motion of convection currents um, in the Earth's outer core and they are caused by heat escaping from the center of the core. I believe it's a natural process called, I think, a geodynamo, but don't hold me to that. Now, on a very practical level for our planet, one of the benefits of the Earth having a magnetic field is that it deflects most of the solar wind, where otherwise, if it wasn't there, the, the particles, the charged particles coming from the sun would, would strip away the ozone layer that protects us from those uh, harmful UV rays, the ozone layer that's under threat at the moment from um, the changes in our climate. So the magnetic field has a very powerful benefit, a natural benefit for our planet. Uh, and maybe there's other benefits too. I'm not massively up to date and all that. So, But what I do know is that it's recognized as being there. And also you can see it even by using a compass in your hand in terms of trying to find through uh, true north or use it, using it to navigate. Um, and there is kind of emerging science even around how you sleep in relation to the magnetic field of the earth. You know, I know that where you point your head can affect the blood flow uh, and your heart. And I know there's one particular angle, which I forget now off the top of my head, but it's uh, <laughs> you don't sleep that way. Um, because it kind of goes counter to the magnetic field, not go for your body, not go for your system. And one of the funny or interesting side effects, if you're listening to this down under in Australia and New Zealand, you know that obviously apparently water flows a different way when it's going down the sink compared to the, where I am in the Northern Hemisphere. That's because of the Earth's magnetic field. But what I want to talk to you about is, you know, there's magnetic fields everywhere, really, because at the core of everything, is energy. Now, quantum physics, which I do have an interest in, you know, if you, one of the kind of elements of quantum physics is that, is that everything really breaks down into energy, everything. If you go right down to its core at the quantum level, it'll break down into energy. And within atoms and everything else, there are magnetic fields. So there are magnets within us. There's magnets in objects. And one of the things we know on a very basic level that we learn even as children is that Magnets can repel and they can attract. So they can attract our filings or other um, types of metal, or they can repel them. 
And what I want to introduce here is just everything, everything, a concept that everything is energy and that we live in a magnetized world. And specifically in relation to the inner game of life, what I'm going to throw out today is this statement, which is everything you think is a magnet to your life. Now, I'm not completely talking about what's been very popularized in the last decade, the law of attraction. Although I think there is something that links to that from this, but I think there's two levels, uh, one maybe a very surface practical level, another one is maybe deeper, maybe perhaps invisible, that I just want to touch on here and just see if I can make it think a little bit deeper about it. Because I guess from my point of view, it does seem that every single thing in my life that I'm focusing on mentally does tend to be magnetized. Now, on a very surface level, you'll recall if you listened to these podcasts before, uh, my podcast, that I shared a story of being very depressed, severely depressed, having a breakdown in my 20s. Now, when I was in that mode of thinking, I was thinking depressed thoughts. It was all very down. It was all about, you know, even losing my job, life not going well. So because I was thinking that way, my mood went down. And because my mood went down, definitely my performance went down. And I wasn't as proactive, I wasn't as sharp. I might have been putting up a good face, a cover, but inside I wasn't right. And I was gradually, gradually slipping down. Now, if I had kind of kept going in that direction, um, maybe in time I would have lost my job, which is one of my concerns that I was worrying about. And I think that can happen. So when we get stressed, when we get fatigued, we can start to go in the direction that we probably don't want to go, but we're thinking about it a lot. So in that kind of a very practical sense, we're magnetizing the outcome that we don't want. Like if I'm thinking about going into a meeting or meeting somebody in, a, in my personal life, but if I'm going in thinking that there's going to be a fight or an argument, the probability of that happening probably increases. That's a version of a very practical magnetism to me. One of the things I share about in my new book, The Inner CEO, coming out soon is that your mind is like a projector. And one of the elements like that of that is that you, whatever you think, you feel. So if you're in a movie watching something on screen, it's a horror, you will feel horror. If it's a happy rom-com, you will feel happy rom-com. Um, but the same thing applies to your mind, whatever you think you feel. And in that kind of a way, how you feel then can kind of move you in that direction. And if you get really, really tired because of worry or stress, um, well, then you get tired. You know, you, you will get tired, which brings in fatigue. If you bring in fatigue, then you're more likely to make mistakes. And this is, so to me, this is a very practical element to this. Uh, but if you go to a deeper level, which I think is worth considering too, the area that's maybe invisible to us, that's in the blind spot of our inner worlds, we're not fully, uh, we're, not, we're not conscious of these things. I've had situations in my life, and I guess you would have had too, that I can't fully logically explain why certain things just sometimes landed on my lap. They just kind of landed on my lap is probably the best way to say it. Um, I'm thinking of, we're lucky enough to have a little holiday home down in a place called British Bay in County Wicklow. But the way that that came about, once we had decided, myself and my wife, that, okay, well, this is what we want to do, there was a bizarre set of circumstances that pretty much made it land in our lap in just the most perfect way. Um, it was just an, it just kicked the ball into the net and away we go. My colleague, uh, Joseph Jaworski, would call that synchronicity, where it's just something outside the realms of just mere coincidence 
can occur. It's almost like there's an alignment of energy and the right people, the right circumstances, the right situations, the right ideas just land in your lap. They just come your way. Actually, he has a book by the same name, which is well worth a read, Synchronicity, The Inner Path to Leadership. So if you kind of go into this area, this is where I think the real payday is. Um, and certainly it's probably where I will annoy people on my programs or clients where I'll say, look, let's, you know, you could look at things like beliefs about money. What are your beliefs about money? Money's a funny thing that we all have different beliefs about. Some people might have, well, yeah, I deserve it or I want it or until I get X amount, I can't be relaxed or happy. Um, how many people have, well, money's easy to come by. Some people do, most people don't. That affects what happens with money. For most people, it's money's hard to come by. And they will kind of maybe perhaps poo-poo what I'm saying. Poo-poo, is that a phrase? Well, it is now. Or you could have maybe a belief about success. Success in your life or your field is a good thing. Consciously, people will say on the service, yeah, no, of course it's a good thing. But actually underneath that, in the belief area, they might feel that actually I'm not worthy of it, which very often can um, emerge or give it a little hint of, of what's underneath by imposter syndrome or sometimes even self-sabotage, which I've come across a few times. And again, if that's in there, if those beliefs are in there, whether they're positive for you or whether they're negative for you, isn't that magnetizing what's going to happen just again on a very logical, practical level? There's certainly certain elements there, though, that I think are in the woo-woo area where you just can't fully explain them. But again, going practical, if you have what you believe about relationships in terms of love, closeness, or do you feel you're worthy of them? Sometimes people can end up in abusive relationships because underneath it all, there's a belief about how they see themselves and their value. And that translates into relationships and that translate, translates into who they magnetize into their orbit. And I think the surface level thinking is easier to catch. But really the, the payday thinking you're looking for is more in the deeper level. It's in the area of your emotions. It's in the area of your beliefs. That's harder to see, but it's not impossible to see because you can start to look at, well, what is in my life? What is in my business? What is in my work? What is in my bank account? What kind of relationship do I have? They will give you clues as to how you see the world and what your belief is. And they also give you an opportunity to perhaps change the belief magnet around it. The belief magnet. Um, and certainly one thing I would notice myself is that the more I'm relaxed inside myself, it does seem to me for my own life so far that the more powerful my personal magnetism seems to be in that I tend to bring in or things emerge that just seem to be for my highest good and for the highest good of people around me. And there's a feeling that I associate with that um, that tells me I'm in the right kind of zone. It's probably, you might call it a flow type of feeling or it's just a very centered, naturally, easily upbeat feeling that comes with it. But that tells me that, yeah, the magnet is in the right level of charge. So before I get to give you some questions to consider for yourself, um, just a little reminder, my book is available for pre-order on Kindle at the moment. The official launch is the 20th of October for other formats. But anybody who order, orders uh, the Kindle and pre-order now will get access to some bonus stuff, including the first four chapters, but also um, a nice valuable one, which is a private Zoom session with me um, in the weeks after the official launch just for people who pre-order on Kindle. I'll get to meet you on Zoom. 
We'll share some information from the book and some stuff that's not in the book. And I'll also answer any questions. So that's only for people on pre-order Kindle. It won't be available in any other offer, which there will be other offers, but not for that one. So it's there if you want it. So a little challenge I'm going to give you. Actually, no, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to the challenge after the questions. So questions are, what has been dominating your thinking over the last week? Or what over the last day has been in your mind? Think about that. Reflect on it. Also think about what's coming into your life that you don't like. And maybe take out a pen and a bit of paper or a pad and think about, okay, well, hang on. What's my deep thinking about this area? What are my beliefs here? What do I believe? And look at those beliefs with an open mind because they may not be valid for you anymore. They may not be helping you. They might be magnetizing something you don't want. And then look at what's coming into your life that you do really like, that you really enjoy, that you value, and just do the opposite again there. But what's your thinking about it? What's your deep thinking about it? What are the beliefs you have around that? And just look at the difference. Even about when you get into that area, you'll see the difference in the feeling. And a challenge, this is the challenge I'm going to give you for the next week if you're up for it, is do a magnet experiment, a personal magnet experiment. Uh, decide for the next week to deliberately just focus on uh, bringing the best thoughts into your mind in terms of the outcomes you're looking to create, the areas of your life you're looking to improve, or it's your health, or finance, your bank account, your relationships, certain projects in your work, or whatever's important to you. Just be more conscious about paying attention to really what you give your energy into in terms of your thinking and also what beliefs you really want to hold on to. Because, listen, as we're going along, this is what I've learned myself, and it's part of what I talk about in the inner CEO, is that actually I have the power to change my beliefs because I can also decide not that doesn't serve me anymore. I'm going to change it now. When you change a belief, that's when real game-changing stuff happens. So to close out, everything you focus on is a magnet to your life. So be careful what you focus on. Ciao for now. Bye-bye.